Hello there, Padawan Nonas, Jedi Masters, and Lore Legends. Welcome to the Vindu Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. What up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bindu Podcast, episode three, where we seek balance in the force. I'm your home woman seven, and we have our other host, N64 Josh and Nate Johns. What's up, guys? Hey. Hello there. Uh, I have to bring this up right away <laughs> because we were talking oh. about it before the podcast, and Josh has this thing he might do. I'm trying to get him to post it on TikTok. What is it called, Josh? <laughs> Man, it's a redneck jetty. I mean, Jedi. <laughs> I mean Jetty. No, Redneck you. Jedi, man. Yeah, what you right? put in a dip, you what pull you out your saber, you open the cores, and then you try to do mind tricks on the wife, but she always <laughs> she always replies, mind tricks don't work on me, only hey, money. I heard that's how you got five kids. <laughs> <laughs> you got more kids, you think I have more kids than I do, I think. I don't know, but... <laughs> I hope I don't have five. <laughs> I so got four, though. Yeah. So I, I want you to post this on TikTok, dude, because he sent me a private message on video, and it's hilarious, man. I, I think you should post it. It's, it's pretty yeah. Funny. We'll uh, we'll make some more. I'll show you how to do it. So how y'all been, man? It's it's been a couple of weeks. You've been Star Wars and anything new? Anything interesting? I mean, just Bad Batch and finished Clone Wars with my son, and we've moved on to uh, Rebels. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Uh, yes, actually. I I finished the Aftermath series, like book two oh, and yeah. three. Yeah. 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 Okay. I won't I won't stay on this too long, but I did I did want to bring this up because you know how we brought up uh uh what is his name? Kyle, Kyle like uh Kyle Katan? No, the 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 Got me all excited. His last name's like um, Bob Vance. Vance, Bob, the, the guy that oh. was wearing Boba's gear. Oh, Cobb. You know? uh, yeah, Vance. Cobb yeah. Vance, right? Cobb yeah. Vance, Vance Refrigeration. That's what I always think about every time I hear his <laughs> He sells name. propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, so in the third book, they're talking about, like, they're back talking about stuff on uh, Mos Pelos or whatever, and... Yeah the uh there's there's a there's a battle that ensues and uh tuscan raiders show up oh, and snap. and help defend the city and after after the defeat they're like how why are these guys helping you and they go through a list of things and one of them was defeating the crate dragon and get and extracting the pearl ah i was just like oh my gosh so pretty cool that Filoni grabbed from that book and then basically told that told that backstory so he's like let's make it happen yeah 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 so so that was that was awesome the the book was great i i really enjoyed it and uh and then yeah bad batch that, I, that's that's bad about, batch. about it for me yeah i read the new darth vader comic um yesterday and finally posted a video on it it's pretty good they're getting into um 
like it's like a little short series within the series where it's featuring some of the bounty hunters of Star Wars. And um, I'm not going to go too in deep because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. If you guys want to see it, we got a short on the YouTube page uh, here uh, that you can check it out. But it's really cool because you can see like Vader, how diabolical he is. And just like, it's crazy. It's like, what do you, what do you call the people that like just want to have pain and suffering? I forgot what that's called. Like they enjoy pain. Yeah. He, he's like, he's almost like that. Like, holy crap. There's like a part where they're repairing him and sawing part of his arm and they're like going to give him pain meds. He's like, I don't want it. I want pain. Like I caused my son when I cut off his arm and I'm like, geez, Vader. He has no chill. Anyways, it, it's really good because it's starting to feature like Han Solo and some other people. And like, you're starting to see more of his plan and like evolve as you got to see in the previous uh, comic. What was it? Uh, 11 uh, Vader finding about Exegol and actually going to Exegol. And, you know, that's when you get to see Luke Skywalker's hand and things like that. So, um, but other than that, just bad batch. Um, I did find something cool about the rebels series and the bad batch, how they're kind of tied in together that I'll share at the end of the podcast when we talk about the bad batch, but, uh, I'll save that for later. So guys, this is, this is actually, uh, some really interesting news. I'm going to put in the, in the chat there in our, our YouTube live stream, I'm going to put the link so you guys can read it too. Um, there is a lot of talk. I mean, a lot of talk everywhere about uh, George Lucas taking back creative control of Star Wars. And so let's just kind of sit and marinate on this. Talk about this for a second, guys. I don't know if y'all got to read all the articles and all the other articles and all the other references that basically reference each other and don't have really any source. And they're saying, oh, it could be true. It might be a rumor. This is a source. What, what do you think about all this stuff? What, do you want George back? What do, what do you guys think? Start, not, right, I would say not anything too big of a role, just because they just publicly announced Filoni in that basically that role. So what what was the point of bringing that out publicly just to have George come back? I right. could see him maybe give him some official title within the company that just like he's there for questions if they need it. You know, like uh, a lot of colleges will do like Professor Emeritus. He could be something like that, but I don't think he needs to have full control anymore. He just, I mean. Yeah, yeah, just let Plony have it. And ask Can he help. even legally drive? Uh, he's like 80, I think, right? Right. I think he's like 80. Well, Something I meant like that, that as a joke, but well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, go ahead, Josh. The only thing that comes to mind is I got a bad feeling about this. Oh, and, man. Yeah, I mean,. <sighs> 80 years old, like where, what, what's his mind like right now? Right. And I don't mean this in any kind of like negative way, honestly, like, but yeah. he, he's going to like, there's a pretty big disconnect from 1978 to 2020, 2021, yeah. you know? And, and I feel like he did such a great job with Filoni. I mean, there, there may be some things that could still be gleaned from him, but I don't know. I, I don't know that it's the best. And I mean, part of this answer comes from episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. Right. right like yep. I, that's, that's part of the reason <laughs> it's because of those three movies. 
Yeah. But how often does rehashing things really work out? I mean, think about it. What was it? The Redskins a few years ago when they brought back uh, what's his face who had coached in the Super Bowls. How'd that work out? Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the special editions. Dan Snyder. There we go. Yeah. That yeah. too. You know, and then there's talk about how he's already like, apparently he shared that he's already, he's already wrote or is writing his own sequel trilogy that has like Leia emerges the chosen one. And you have Darth Talon, who's Darth Maul's apprentice. Um, so some of that stuff that's kind of legends kind of making its way into what he's writing. What I think, I mean, because I don't know if you guys know this, but if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff that Disney actually put out, they actually put this out, which is kind of surprising. But um, they, they put out uh, the behind the scenes stuff of when uh, Phantom Menace came out. And they did like a, a showing and I saw like another uh, video of someone showing this. So I, this is the only reason why I, I even remember this, uh, but they showed a showing where he like went in after the like pre-release screening or whatever. And he said, when he came out, he had like a look of dread on his face and they're like, Hey, what's wrong, George? He's like, I think I tried to do too much. Meaning he tried to be the director. He tried to be the producer. He tried mm -hmm. to be the creative director. And so I think like uh, just kind of echoing you guys, I think they should just have him like he did on the Mandalorian where you let Filoni Favaro basically take over star Wars. Now be the creative leads with Pablo Hidalgo as well. Cause you know, he's written like half of all the, the lore books, you know um, and basically have him as a consultant and have him come on and say, do you think this is kind of in the spirit of star Wars? Um, Cause I really do think the Mandalorian kind of bridged the gap between like OG Star Wars fans from the OG trilogy, the sequels. I feel like it, it kind of bridged the gap between those different fan bases. And if they can bring him in is, is just kind of consultant, like, Hey, help us with Ander, help us with um, maybe like a nice of the old Republic or something like that. Uh, maybe like talk about Revan, help us like describe Revan. What's, what was his thought process in your head about Revan? I think that would be awesome. But if he came back as a creative lead, I don't know. I mean, he was never a great director. Let's just be honest. <laughs> it was just like, you look at the directing, like I love the, the, uh, the prequels, but the dialogue and everything else is just kind of like, it be better. The action was great. The whole story was great, but yeah. There are points, especially in episode two, that you're like, is anybody actually directing Hayden Christensen right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is, like did, did, did he take over and he's filming this himself? Like, what is going on right now? Yeah. What, like, just, I don't, and, they should have brought an acting coach on right then and there and just been like, okay, hey, look, you, you can throw a tantrum, but a little more, less like you're, seven and a little more like you're the age you are right now all right let's yeah. uh let's, let's slaughter let's them like monsters <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah this is a good question in chat vt31008 says disney has destroyed star wars so let's talk about that i think we need to talk about that because i don't think um here's the thing it's like you have to take balance in this view that's what we do right we're bindu take balance Seek the middle ground. Um, we wouldn't have what we have today without Disney. We wouldn't have. We would have yeah, Clone Wars would have been the last thing we had. Yeah, we wouldn't or, have. 
Well, even Clone Wars, I think, was right when Disney was fixing to take over, or at least toward the I end. I mean, Clone Wars was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. So we wouldn't have had all of Clone Wars. Yeah. So, you know, you think about, like, we wouldn't have the Star Wars comics that we have. We wouldn't have the merchandise that we have. We wouldn't have near as much talk about the movies. We wouldn't even have the movies. We wouldn't have any of the movies. Um, and in whether have you the don't we have all of them, Rogue One. Yeah, we wouldn't have Rogue One. We wouldn't we wouldn't have the Mandalorian like. And yes, there, you know, you can argue that the sequels were crap. The, the writing wasn't the best. The choreography wasn't the best. Hey, I'll give you that. You know, uh, I enjoyed it just because it was Star Wars. But I don't I don't think I could necessarily say that Disney has destroyed Star Wars. I would just say it's done a few things that cause divide. I think they destroyed the Skywalker saga and but they've been okay and and the problem even like like Solo Rogue One I don't think they deserved the hate that they got. I think mm-hmm. they were they were okay movies. I loved Solo. Solo was awesome. Rogue One doesn't get hate. It does a little bit. Some people it say does. it's really boring until wow. you get to the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh good. Yeah. yeah. Solo had the had the uh, last Jedi problem. It came out just like a couple months after it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Among the director issues. It was like basically people uh, review bombing it, basically, yep. you know, and I don't think it ever got a fair shake because of that. So there's actually been a petition out there to have Solo part two. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, they need the, to do some story to be told. That's for sure. There is. They they tease too much at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Although we could get it with the shows. Who knows? And I heard one of the comics is bringing back Kara and Crimson Dawn, the Darth Vader comics. When you get into uh, oh, Kira, yeah, what I say, Kara, yeah, I say Kara, not. Um, but yeah, it's oh, like it, a redneck Jedi. I just say, hey, Kara, 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 and Crimson Dawn. Yeah, but I, I mean. It's hard for me with that question because I feel torn on it, man. I just, I just feel like, man, there's a lot of the stuff that we got because of Dis- Disney. Like, we wouldn't have the Bad Batch right now. We wouldn't have any of the, the 2017, 2020 Darth Vader comics, which are freaking awesome. They're awesome. Those comics wouldn't, are great. Wouldn't have season seven of Clone Wars. Yeah. You wouldn't get to see that moment with, with you know, Rex and... Ahsoka and you know Invader, you know finding the helmets and everything. You know, you wouldn't get any of that. So yeah, I, I think it's it's you know it's a pendulum that has weight on both sides. Mm-hmm. I guess is the best way. I mean, nothing's perfect either, right? Like right, but not everything's a hit. Yeah, and and I think like some of the rumors like this with like George Lucas coming back just even further divides people. You know, it's just you're gonna have like. Because, you know, Star Wars can be campy. We can be campy with our Star Wars. And we can be like, I'm in this camp. And I'm in this camp. I'm in the prequel camp. I'm in the OG trilogy camp. I'm in the sequel camp. And it's, for me, it's just, I enjoy it all. I may not enjoy all of it the same. Like, on the same level. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. It's fun. Like, I don't think anything will ever top the OG trilogy for me just because of my memories. You know? Like I, I can't get over the first time I saw Luke fight Vader and I felt like, Oh, he's going to get his butt kicked. And then Vader kind of held back and then went ham on him. You know, it was like, all right, this is it cuts off his hand. You know, I, I don't think anything had topped that moment when he was like, I am your father. Like, 
Just nothing can top that for me. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what to make about this George Lucas news. Like, do you guys have any other thoughts on it? Or, I, mean, I just hope it's not true that he's taking complete control again. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, yeah. you know, like, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, let him, let him consult in, let to, him some, consult. to some degree. And, uh, you know, let, pa- pass that torch. It's so that, that's, not a, that's not a bad thing, especially with somebody like Dave who yeah. understands the vision of, of Star Wars. You know, and I mean, it's inter- it's, there are people that love the, I, I don't, there are people that say they love the sequels. Right, but then I also feel like they just want to be contrarians. <laughs> like that's like, cause I'm just like, how do you like e- even even like remove Star Wars from it? If you were given a trilogy that was that butchered, there's no there's no way you could re- like. I I just I don't I, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. So, but uh, yeah, let we there are games coming out like there's so much great stuff the books that are coming out the comics everything that's coming out like lucas games uh, is back like oh. exactly yeah you we know? got the ubisoft game coming out you know that's that's a good thing yeah so yeah all right but I, i'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball at you oh let's, quick. let's hear this curve because in the aftermath the third book they talk about the dark, the light, and the gray. There is no gray. They talk about the gray in the book. There is no gray. So in what context? Do they call them gray Jedi or just the gray? They were speaking of, of the, they were speaking about Jedi and they said the dark, the light, and the gray. Is Aftermath canon? Because last I saw, it was not canon. Aftermath is canon. It was the first books that were canon. <clears throat> yeah, I it's Kylo, Kylo's being born. Okay. So let me explain. Do I need to explain this to you guys again? How there's no gray Jedi? Do I need to explain this? And how even George Lucas himself says it's not possible? Do I need to go into this? <laughs> I, I would say there could be gray Force users, but not gray Jedi. Yeah, I mean... There's people wait, wait, wait. out there. Wouldn't we argue that Ahsoka is a great Jedi? No, not at all. She's not a Jedi. She even says it in Rebels. I'm no Jedi. Several times. Yeah. Because Darth says revenge is not the Jedi way. And she says, I'm no Jedi. Like, and huge. She says she's no Jedi during uh, Order 66, too. Yeah, yeah I, she's a Sith. Well, no. Nope. There's Okay, so in the official Star Wars canon, the book called The Star Wars Book... It goes into this. It goes into detail talking about how there's other force users in the galaxy, like the father and son, uh, like the wills, um, like the Bindu. They are other force users in the galaxy that aren't necessarily necessarily Sith or not Jedi. They don't adhere to the Jedi code because being a Jedi doesn't just mean you can feel the force. It means you adhere to their code. So their code is very strict. And so, you know, Josh over here laughing at me. No, I I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know where you stood. Like, 
I don't know where he stood on all this stuff. Oh, right? this is like, a bit, this is a big sticking point for uh, great. This well, is and why. I know Thaddeus always pokes the bear. And he always so pokes the bear. I was like, I don't know if I'm poking the bear or if I'm like, I don't know who I'm. I don't know who who's like. All I know is what it said in the book. That's yeah. it. So that's why yeah. that's why I was like, I want to bring it up because I know it's a. Um, yeah, it's. I, a, it's I mean, it's a, it, it's a valid topic to talk about. But the book, I mean, I would go get it, but it's in my bedroom. It literally says that they are not light and they're not dark. They're in the literal middle, like the Bindu. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's the Bindu or Grey Jedi or Qui-Gon was a Grey Jedi, but they're literally in the middle. They just follow the will of the Force. And I heard one uh, TikToker explain it like this, and it, it makes really good sense. If the Force is a river... The Sith are people that will build a dam on the river and control the river how they want it to be. And they'll even stop the flow of the force to make it do what they want. The Jedi are someone that will build a mill and use the flow of the force and harness that flow to do what they need to do. The Bindu are the people that just let the river go and they follow the river wherever it goes. So it's, they stay in the middle. They listen to the will of the force and they just follow the will of the force rather than trying to interject and interfere with what the force wants to do, since it's like the cosmic star Wars. You know? um, so anyways, so what is Ahsoka? She is someone who left the Jedi order, a former Jedi. So she's just a force user now. I know so if we go by, uh, so I still play galaxy of heroes, the mobile game. They introduced a new thing, unaligned force user. That's yeah. what she is. Yeah. So, and you know, Galaxy of Heroes, unfortunately, is not considered canon. Oh, I know. So, but, but it was—it's a nice name for. It. I shot Josh. Look at Josh's face. He's like, "Come on, man! I wanted—I wanted some Knights of the Old Republic, dark, like Gray Jedi." No, 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 no! I'm good. Totally I'm Bindo. good. I—I I, I was just—I was more curious, yeah. right? Like, I didn't have a—I uh, didn't have a dog in this fight. I was just kind of like, "Yeah, what? Like, why was it mentioned? Yeah, in this." But it may be worth doing a little more, like, yeah. we may have to do a little more investigating to see what that? What that, what's the context of what was being talked about in, in that, in that yeah. book. So. I, yeah, if you can, just, like, tweet that segment or something, because that would be really interesting to get into. But, um, I'll, yeah, I'll look, I'll look into it. Before we move on to the next uh, fun little questions for the cast, we had a good question by uh, VT in chat again. He said, if you could redo episode seven, eight, and nine, what would you do over again? I mean, the answer for me is obvious. I would redo earlier. I I would redo how they did Luke in The Last Jedi. I feel like you could have made him like feel hopeless and be a hermit and all that stuff. But I would have liked to see him not be as I guess the word would be like cut off not caring about the galaxy because he was someone that I felt like always cared. Like he was the guy that even though his dad chopped off his hand and he faced the strongest Sith Lord, the galaxy has ever seen threw aside his saber and said, I will never turn to the dark side. I'm a Jedi. Like my father before me, like he's a guy that just endued that hope. And yeah, you can, that hope can wane. It come in ebb and flows and stuff like that. So it would have been cool to see how he kind of lost a little bit of hope and Ray rekindled that a little bit and made him back to what we kind of wanted. We always wanted to see that we saw in legends. 
So I think that's really the big thing I would have changed. And I would have made Ray Obi-Wan's daughter. I think that would have been really cool if maybe Satine was pregnant and they never knew, like Obi-Wan never knew. And she had uh, Ray in secret or something like that. It wouldn't really fit the timeline with how they did it. Yeah. Granddaughter, maybe something like that. Had a daughter. She was raised on Mandalore. And then, you know, during the purge and things like that, or, you know, something, it'd be cool. I would love to see something. Who's Ray's mom? Who's Ray's mom? <laughs> That's Ray's mom. If, I need to get that if, shirt done. <laughs> yeah, get it done. Yeah. So, th- to me, seven, eight, and nine should have happened in 1985, 1988, and 1990. Yeah, that's right? the biggest issue for me too. I think. That's that's when these movies should have should have happened, and if the they were instead of the prequels, yes, exactly. And then do the prequels after the fact, right? Do the prequels now. Yeah, that would have been that would have been my preference, just to finish out uh, that story. Fast forward, if they're gonna redo them, if you're gonna keep the same. Uh oh, we got a freeze there. Uh oh, yep. Josh's internet may have crapped out. Uh oh. We'll, we'll see. talk. Yeah, go ahead, Nate. Until we get him back. I mean, I, again, like Josh was saying, set him earlier. Try to bring it back to maybe five, ten years after the fall. I'd love to see more of the Republic and just what happened. Like, yeah, like the idea of you know we saw the in the prequels the decline of the Republic. What happened to the decline of the Empire? You know what happened? To, I, I'd love to see that aftermath of yeah. those trilogies. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, while we wait for Josh to uh, get back, because he look at that, he's, he's just he's, he's just frozen. <laughs> I think his internet crapped out or something. Um, let's go with our next fun question on the podcast, and that is ranking your top three best pilots of Star Wars. That's that's a tough one. I think Anakin's first. Anakin, yeah. Solo's in there. Solo. All right. I mean, there's a lot. You got Iden, you got Wedge, you got... I was going to throw Wedge there just because he was able to survive yeah. all both Death Star battles. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like older pilots too. I'm sure we'll see some with High Republic stuff coming out. Yeah. But I mean, we, I feel like they don't focus on the pilots a lot. Maybe with the new X-Wing uh, movie we're getting. Yeah, true. I think if I had to rank, I would say probably my number one. And I've, I've had some time to think about this. I think it's probably going to be Plo, Master Plo. Oh, yeah. Because he was the best pilot in the whole Jedi Order. Um, I think was he Anakin, better than Anakin. He may have been. He may have been up there uh, with being about as good as Anakin or, um, or, or better. Um, so I would, I'd probably have to say, um, I see it's like one, two, it's gotta be like, forgot about Plo. gotta be Plo, Anakin. And for me, maybe even Poe Dameron over Han is some of the things that you see him. Yeah. Do you know what? That's true. Is I'll, I'll Poe over Han. Yeah. And some of the things you see him do is absolutely amazing. Especially in last Jedi, actually that opening, the yeah. stuff he does in the opening. Yeah, like that, that fight scene was just phenomenal the way he did that um, with his piloting skills and things like that. So 
I, I almost have to put him above it. There's Josh. He's back. Back. I, I don't know. My like, I, I think the internet at my house, like, at my son just texts me. He's like, it's been happening randomly. The whole, all the, the whole thing goes out. So I don't know if it's my router or what. Yeah. So I'm so sorry because it probably jacked up the cameras and everything. That's okay. Yeah. Um, He's got it on the clock. So that that's that's gotta be my top three. It's gotta be Plo, Anakin, and then probably I mean, uh, Plo Koon and Anakin, and then Poe Dameron. It's probably my top three. So Josh, I don't know if you heard, but we're moving into where we're talking about our top three pilots of Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it my turn? Yes, it is your turn. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh, it's so tough to pick three, you guys. Why? Why do you do this? <laughs> but Poe's got to be up there. That dude was just crazy. Uh, I mean, Han was pretty, pretty, pretty nuts as well. And then, I mean, Luke, you've turned your targeting computer off. I'm gonna go with Luke. So there you not go. Anakin. N- uh, the scene is him as a kid flying in the that Naboo. Cruiser, it still angers me so much that I can't, I can't pick him. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, even Kylo showed some pretty killer stuff. He did. Right? He, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so there, yeah. So, but yeah, those, those, those. Are, I, I went the easy route. I'm sorry. That said, Porkins, Porkins, Porkins. <laughs> oh, mid five. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, well, but I mean, okay, wait, let's, let me, let me back up though. Even, uh, I mean, the Mandalorian, that dude was showcasing some pretty mad skills. He was, you know, with the razor crest. So he's going to, I'm going to replace Luke with, with Mando. There you go. Yeah. Cause I don't know if Luke is necessarily a good pilot. He has good targeting and good instincts for the one shot, but the rest of his flying. Yeah. the, The speeder bike was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah, I think like Luke was like he had help from his the the wrapping the tow cable around. Yeah, I mean that was cool. That was cool. But still, I mean, he had a lot of help from his friends. A lot and of he help. still got shot down by AT. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those things yeah. move like snails. <laughs> yeah. Track says wedge in chat. He says wedge. It's gotta be his. So Yeah, there you go. All right, so let's go to the next fun question here. Who is the best bounty hunter in Star Wars? And then give me your top three. Bounty hunters. I mean, if... Do, do I... Uh, and you Dengar? can say Luke. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking him too. He we counts. get more Dengar in the aftermath. Yeah. All nice. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, Boba's got to be in there. IG-88, most definitely. That's a good most, one. Most definitely. And, I prefer uh, IG-11. Yeah, oh, okay. All right. Uh, do you guys remember playing through uh, Shadow of the Empire? A and long time ago. In a galaxy IG-88? far, far away. <laughs> like, I've got the cartridge in my, somewhere in my house. Yeah. It that battle with IG eighty eight it is it is one of the things that sticks out in my mind the most with that game. Yeah. Like that was, I remember it was like this guy's no joke. 
<laughs> like he's absolutely no joke. And then when we got to see him, or you know, a bot like him in Mando. I don't know what what that was. A it was eleven. IG eleven. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was the same IG unit. Yeah, right. But seeing him in action then was like this. Yeah, this this is awesome. Um, and then for the uh, it, it's got to be Boba Fett. Yeah, you can't. You know, no disintegrations. I mean, that's yeah. Guys, guys, I can't. I can't believe y'all y'all didn't think of probably the best bounty hunter that we get to see in Clone Wars. I mean, any guesses? Any guesses in chat? Any guesses with you guys? I mean, can you think of who I'm thinking of? He took on multiple Jedi. Multiple Jedi. He even took on a Sith Lord. He even broke into the Jedi Temple and stole a Jedi holocron. Was he took He took on Anakin and Obi-Wan at the same time, took on Quinlan Vosk and uh, Obi-Wan at the same time, and still got away. Any guesses? It is Cad Bane. I mean, the dude was a Darkwing Duck, right? Cad Bane, dude. (laughs) Josh, I hate you. Oh my gosh, Josh. Oh now we my. need a shirt of Cad Bane as Darkwing Duck. Oh my gosh, dude. The merch <laughs> idea is... Like, let's get dangerous. Dude, he's freaking epic. Cad Bane is like <laughs> the best. Uh, he's got the freaking shock uh, wrists, like whatever you call it, where he can grab you and shock you. He's got the flamethrowers. He's got the darts. He's got the boot rockets. He's amazing, man. So I got to say Cad, I got to say Boba, and I got to say Django. Those are probably my top three. And I only put Django because he was the clone template. So the Camino, yeah, the, the Caminans thought he was, he was like legit. And he also fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. So you know he's... We didn't he's, see it, though. We didn't see it. But the Mandalor- uh, Mando Season 2 did say, you know, he even fought in the Mandalorian Civil War, is what Boba says. So... So I gotta go. I gotta go. Those those three. Those are probably the best. And Bane, Darkwing Duck. Oh my gosh! All right. Um. So we're gonna skip the lore corner because we wanted to keep this podcast episode a little bit shorter tonight. Uh. Because Josh got to split at a certain time tonight. Josh again killing me. No, I'm joking. No, I just ruined everything today. I know. Um. So great we're gonna Jedi. skip. <laughs> great Jedi. Darkwing Raise Duck. Mom. Raise mom. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to skip Nate's lore corner and we're going to go straight into the bad batch. And we have season our uh, episode five and six to talk about. So go guys. Rank horse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that was it. a, that was a fun surprise. Yeah. yeah I think when they referred to it as an adolescent rancor, like that was not the, that was not the distraction I was planning on her. Like, <laughs> that is such a great line. Like, it just record going head to head, toe to toe with that rancor was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just slugging each other. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, my my uh, record. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little worried. Oh yes, something but is all the oof. the hits to his head. That's not doing. That's not good. That is not good at all. I'm really worried about that. I mm. especially this week's. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, because he's soldiers follow. I mean, that's 
So that's going to be tough. Yes, because Wrecker is like one of my favorites just because he's so funny. Um, and he's just a and lovable he character. Yeah, he likes to blow stuff up. So he's just a lovable character. I, I got to say something funny too. My, my second son has been going around imitating uh, Omega's voice and doing like, uh, oh, Minchie looks scared. Or however she does it. <laughs> oh, poor Minchie. She looks scared. <laughs> so yeah, it was a hit for them, needless to say. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it was pretty cool to see all that. Um, and I, I, so I want to bring this up because I didn't realize this until I started thinking about it, but we actually see in rebels where Ahsoka finds a droid's head like they did in the last episode and they mm-hmm. use it to help them against their fight against the empire. And I thought that was a really cool tie in and how Filoni's like interweaving everything together with star Wars, like all his stuff that he does. I actually recently watched that episode. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. So I thought that, and who do you guys think, who do you guys think that, uh, it's going to be the mystery person that we saw at the end of, uh, what was it? Episode six. Grace mom. Grace. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, Hondo shares the voice with Darkwing duck, not cat. So just wanted to, just wanted to, st- <laughs> I could, I could take one bad check mark away now. So I just want to throw that. Out. Yeah. It's Hondo. Yeah. Hondo's pretty awesome though. He is. Uh, I'm Hondo. Yeah. He's almost yes. like Watto. Find the tricks that don't work on me. Only money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, something I don't know. I, I don't know who that. It, it seemed they they definitely like they made it seem like it was somebody kind of villainous, mm-hmm. right? And I'm and I'm sure that was intentional to maybe kind of throw us off. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. My mind kind of goes to like, like, uh, like Saul possibly. That's kind of what I, that's soccer. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the people I was, I was thinking maybe. I have a couple of ideas. I must say I have a few ideas too. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. So, I mean, some of the more obvious ones are Ahsoka and Rex. I mean, I, Ahsoka is a very obvious one, just because she worked with the Martez sisters in, yeah. the, in Clone Wars. Um, Rex, he'd be interested in rogue clones. Then there's yeah. also so when we saw the Martez sisters in season seven of Clone Wars, they were butting heads with the Pikes, and we know Crimson Dawn is rivals of the Pikes. Yes, and Maul and Kira are uh, I think that timing would work out for Kira being part of Crimson Dawn. I'm not sure on the timeline there though. So it could yeah. be Kira. It could be or it could be Bal Organa. Yeah. So many options. This is my off the wall theory, though probably not true, but we've saw a lot of uh, like fan theory, like not fan theories, but like fan reimagining of uh when the Empire uh basically fought the Kaminans and killed all the clones and all of that. And the person that led them was Boba Fett. So maybe we see, because here's, here's my, here, this is why I'm saying it's off the wall, like way off the wall, right? We saw in episode five, when you're in the office of uh, what's, uh, what's their name? Sid. Yeah. When their office is Sid, 
you see in the back of their wall, a bunch of helmets, right? And one of the helmets is the prototype uh, 40th anniversary Boba Fett uh, white armor that originally was going to be like a super commando stormtrooper uh, in the theme of Mandalorian, but it was Boba Fett's original prototype armor. So you see it hanging up on the wall. So I think that's Filoni almost saying like, we're going to see Boba in this. That's why I think maybe Finnick was hired by Boba to get maybe Omega, like maybe the empire hired Boba and Boba's like, let me get Finnick in on this. So it's, it's way off, you know, off the wall, but what if Boba leads like stormtroopers and they take over? I mean, how heartbreaking would that freaking be? And because we know Django didn't like the clones. We were just like, ah, oh, these guys are inferior to me. The only clone he liked was Boba because it was un- yeah. like unaltered. So, now Boba could like the clones just because he was with them for a little bit in Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, he, he clearly didn't really care for them, though. Like, yeah. You know, and and Django didn't really care for him. I mean, I know that he trained some of them, but he didn't really care about them at all. It, for him, it was just a payday and you know a job, because um, he was ruthless, man. When it comes to bounty hunting, kind of like Boba. Um, but that's my off the wall. I think it it maybe we see somehow like that would be extremely heartbreaking if that happened. Um, but my best guess probably Rex. It's probably Rex. Um, cause he knows that they're going to have to take out the empire and he's taking away all their advantages and things like that. I mean, maybe it is crimson dawn. That would be probably the next best guess, but yeah. Josh, are you in deep thought? Are you meditating on the, on the grade? No, you guys have just said so many cool <laughs> things that I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, like, I kind of want to see I kind of want to see Boba repainting his his armor you know like and like do we I mean has he been I I can't remember do we see Django's armor in the Clone Wars um like the animated series no yeah I don't, I don't yeah. think so and is Boba too young? Boba is like an adolescent at this point because you think like toward the end of Clone Wars, he set up a trap for Mace where he used his like an old his he old. He was still pretty young. Yeah, he was still and pretty this young. Is right so, after Order sixty six. So I don't know. He might be like fourteen, be fifteen, maybe. I'm not yeah, sure. He might on be the age. too young. For that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like Jerry said as in chat that he blew up a helmet that basically looked like Django's to try to lure in Mace and yeah. them. So um but yeah, it's it it's I mean, that would be crazy though, right? If we I mean, cause like you're saying in chat there, Jerry's talking about um Force Awakens, because you see you see um you see Boba Fett lead the armory armies against some of the Kaminans, you know, and things like that, because he's working with Darth Vader. So it's going to be interesting if they take all of this into account and pull it all together. I mean, they could be, you know, like we were talking about earlier, taking some of the threads from solo. Yeah. And expanding upon them during bad batch. I mean, it's probably, it's too early. I, I don't remember where solo is timeline wise. Um, at least the, the bulk of the movie. 
I believe it's before Rebels. Okay. Or maybe, no, maybe it's deep. after Rebels. I have to, I mean, I'm it's gonna... well before episode four. It's 10 to 13 years before New Hope. I had just had to Google it. So it's not out of the question, depending on how long they want to go with Bad Badger, if they want to kind of what they're doing with Mandalorian spin off other things from it. Yeah. So it's like right in the thick of rebels and all of this stuff, you know, like, so, I mean, we could say maybe a Han Solo, like I actually, cause they went to Corre- Corellia. I was like, are yeah. we going to see a Han or a Kira in the background? Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. Kara, Kara, Kara. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a Kara, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes because I feel like, um, you know, kind of like Clone Wars, you have a few filler episodes where you kind of build yeah. out and flesh out the characters. I kind of feel like that's happened. Five and six are finally starting to pick it back up a little bit. And there's going to be what? 22 episodes of the bad batch. 16. 16. Okay. I was that thinking 20. I thought maybe that's a lot of shows have 22 season runs. So maybe okay. that's it. But yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, interesting. I mean, I think we're getting a lot of, there's some slow things that are filling through like record. Yeah. And just establishing what they're going to be like. I do want to see more of that early Empire stuff, though, that we saw in like episode three. We saw yeah. it in one and three, but we haven't seen Crosshair since then. Yeah. Ooh, what if it's Ahsoka and we see Crosshair and Wrecker try to go after Ahsoka and like Rex is the only one that stops them and helps them take out their inhibitor chips? That would be. I that wonder if Crosshair is awesome. actually going to get redeemed, though. I don't know. I mean, because I feel like he almost did something unredeemable by shooting those. I think so. Citizens too. I think Wrecker's going to be the one they save, but yeah. not. I think Crosshair. I could see him being a prototype for some special troop for, in the Empire. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Man. Fastback's talking about, um, you know, how we did see the young Kanan at the beginning. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you think there's a chance he's possibly that character? I doubt it. He's too clone. He's too. Yeah. He needs he, clones. Too much. He cut ties too. He like went on the run and like joined up with a bunch of mercenary groups just to try to survive and like hit himself the, being the, a Jedi. The way she worded it though, it almost sounded like, I mean, I, I you know, I, I could be mistaken, but almost like, uh, like these are who you're looking for, you yeah. know, like, like to take out maybe, or what, this is a good question know. in chat. Fastback said we could see Darth Maul. What if it's Darth Maul and Crimson, and Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, um, Dryden Voss. Yeah. Like basically acting as, uh, Ma- uh, like Maul's hands, hands and eyes, yep. you know, dang dude. If they start bringing all this in, because Filoni's known to do that. He's known to bring a, a, I mean, he's basically bringing in all these amazing characters from like yeah. Rebels and Clone Wars, which like fans love. So I, I don't know, man. I just know that at some point he's probably going to make me cry. Because <laughs> <laughs> he always does that. He always does that. And it'll probably be surrounded be, uh, because of Wrecker. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, so any other closing thoughts, guys, before we wrap this up? I think, I think we kind of had some pretty good talk about the Bad Batch. I just really enjoyed it, like the, the, the two episodes. And I think it was great that we started to see more of, uh, I, I can't remember the, the other bounty hunter's name that was 
that was in Mandalorian, but that we got to see more Fennec. Uh, yeah. More Fennec. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it's just it it's fun the way the stuff all intertwines and interweaves together and uh you know and it's one of those things that makes me feel bad for uh the people that miss that like that just kind of you know my parents have watched Mandalorian probably like five or six times now but they'll never watch this they don't stuff. have the the backstory of Ahsoka and Ahsoka leaving Anakin and all that yeah no yeah so yeah it's unfortunate that, that, that they'll miss out on it but and i mean you can even try there's people you'll tell like hey check this out you know I, disney I, even did a good job of like here's the episodes to watch if you're into yeah. mandalorian right with clone wars like they put them all together but yeah i yeah. saw that on there i'm like oh that's a good idea they need to yeah. let, I'll let you to make like playlists of episodes for clone wars like all right and share it with people yeah i like it yeah well, right on, guys. So hopefully we'll have another podcast uh, talking about Star Wars in the next couple of weeks. We're kind of doing this bi-weekly. It seems to be working out pretty well. So, uh, guys, thanks for joining. That was fun. And it was Ray's Great mom. time. Thanks for having me. It was Ray's mom. It was, it was definitely Ray's mom. <laughs> guys, thanks, thanks for joining us. Make sure you visit mohorngaming.com. Click on the podcast menu for more great podcasts in the MSG network, like the Analog Assault podcast. And if you'd like this podcast, make sure you like this video and subscribe for future episodes for more great videos as well here on our YouTube. Uh, also check out the description for our Amazon store link and our uh, Epic creator code to help support the channel. And guys, as always, remember the force will be with you always. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you, Master. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with us all.